Pickaxe. Hello and welcome to the Hat Chat Podcast, episode 161. That's right, 161. I'm Ross Hornby. Oh, he is Ross Hornby. <laughs> I'm Alex Smith, and that music was by Robert Clark. Thank you very much for that jangly little... Yeah. I'm Chris Trot. <laughs> he is Chris Trot. <laughs> welcome. If you had to listen to that music anywhere, like a setting... Where would you do you think you'd I'd like put it like on? a bowling alley or a roller rink? <laughs> bowling alley. Funeral? Yeah. <clears throat> a funeral. Funeral. You'd play good. that song at a funeral. Yeah. So like they put the casket in for burning for the cremation. It's also like very elevatory. Like it's there's something light about it, do you know what I mean? It's it's disco. <clears throat> it's disco y. Uh the a full thing rink, will be at the end of the um of the episode so thank you robert clark yeah. for sending that in you can also send your fingles in to our email we still use electronic dash mail uh hatch at hat hyphen films.com thank you kindly what's a hyphen it's a dash <laughs> hyphen is a dash yeah good just a little line that's not underneath that, letters it's horizontal like in between layers yeah, i hope that's universal though because like Sometimes having to explain a hyphen and a dash is yeah. even more. Co- Anytime confusing. I do it, like, what's your email on like a phone thing, customer service? I always try and say hyphen, and they're like, "What was that?" And I always have to say dash. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that would be more like specific. So you to always that end symbol. up having to say, say dash first, and then if they're quite confused, hyphen, and that you then you have then you have, if you really have to explain it, that little line. It's the little, the little line. The little line next to the plus. <laughs> No, no, not under the score. Don't hold shift. It's just tap that one next to the plus button. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, it's, a, it's actually February 29th today. What does that make that today it's special? It's a leap year. Oh, it's it's also a leap the, day. It's the uh, release of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, that too. That's not re- We're not a huge day for Alex like Smith. Final Fantasy he's VII. Look, look at him, he's beaming. He can't wait for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the second part of the go. remaster of Final Fantasy VII, or yeah. remake. So that's that's good. Do you think it's going to be a much bigger game than the last one? Apparently, it's huge. Huge. Like they're doing the open map thing. Okay. So the first one felt a little bit like it was just like a fluffer. Oh yeah. Game. Oh, like oh, it was like big build. Oh, let's just like Doom One. And obviously, because if you played the original, the very original, you can do everything in it. In that well, three you discs, you have to swap discs. Yeah, but that's only because of a seven hundred megabyte limitation. Yeah. Limitation. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas they're, they're they brilliant. gave you the whole thing. They're padding it out now. So yeah. they gave you the tip, and now this is what most of the length. Yeah, but well, I don't know why that's the analogy I've come with. If you have played it recently and you do get to disc two, I know this is boring as fuck for yeah, me. Disc two, don't spoil it. That's oh, alright. I can, I can. Sorry, I'll just, I'll just empty brain for it's a bit. Very much. I find it very relaxing to not think. So go for it. <laughs> Shut off for a sec. <laughs> it's pretty um, good. Disc two is an illusion of world map. Like you get that 3D map, yeah. But ultimately, you can only go certain places until you've done certain parts of the story. And also, you're literally just going to an area. It's loading a small zone. You do that. So I think the nostalgia brain is like it was a huge world map where mm. everything opens up and you can do so much. Did you ever run around in like the same bush area like thousands and thousands of times? Not just to get choked, but just to level up. Just to level like, up, really and grind. Like, yeah, just grind you like to a grind. little bush. Like it was the same balanced. bush, but over and over and over and over again. Certain bosses you needed to grind for. Because well, like, I would almost un- do it with un-leveled. my eyes closed. As in, I would just tap A, 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 A. Rubber band. <laughs> Rubber band on the joystick. Back in the circle. Well, and you go games, round and round and round again. I don't know if you could do that in the new Have you played any of the re- remasters where they, like, you press L1 and R1 and it just speeds up the game? Oh, shit. No, I have. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They, they just and you can do that it where you can take out you can take out well you can you can cheat entirely you can just make yourself max no, out no 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 yeah which obviously there's no point in the game at all then I'm here for the story I mean, the story <laughs> the story's fine sure but like and to feel like an absolute god whilst <laughs> progressing through an easy st- okay summons yeah let's yeah, get the knights all, all on the, this oh my god the big summons are out every <laughs> <Bahamut>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well okay well I'm mean, glad that's out on a day that only exists every four years. That's pretty yeah, cool. It's magical. What if something in really important happened today? How do you celebrate that next year? We just say it happened. You say twenty eighth, or which day would you choose? You could choose whichever one you like. Would you choose the first of March? You get the luxury or the twenty eighth of February, 
Or would you turn both of those into a magnanimous day? What do leap year babies do? They they age at one quarter of the speed. (laughs) (laughs) They are special. They're born today. They're like Duna Dane. They just like. I think I spoke to Duncan earlier. He said like, if if you were born today and you're my age, you'd be born in the 1800s or something like that. Like the math. Sounds like you guys really being so eye to eye in this conversation. For being a 37 year old (laughs) born on a leap year. 37-year-old born on a leap year. Would have to be from the 1800s. Oh, if if you to be the only same counted age. the years with leap years in them. Yes, because it's right. four times, essentially, right, okay, yeah. the age. Yeah. Uh, but obviously that's insane. Yeah, obviously. It's like we're doing an arbitrary <clears throat> calendar yeah. to like dictate someone's age. No, it's revolutions around the yeah. sun. But would you feel more special or hard done by? More special. More special. More special. Yeah, if today was your birthday. Yeah. Because like when well, it lines birthday up. to everyone who's when it's, today. When it's on that leap year. It's huge. Fuck like me. It's actually yeah. my Every four birthday. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a fun thing. I get fun fucking thing. crazy. Well, you yeah. would get crazy. I would go insane on that day. Wouldn't I you? I don't... Leap year fucking day. I would, I would strip myself naked, paint myself with deer blood and mud, <laughs> and run through the forests of Dean. Also, yeah. I'd, I'd... Why? Well, you might get attacked by a... De- by Dean Badger. <laughs> I had this theory that the people of Gloucester call it the Forest of Dean because once a year they meet and have all the people called Dean in the area compete in like a Hunger Games style environment. Deans in, in the Forest <laughs> Unite Deans. Deans, <laughs> show yourselves, Deans. And each <laughs> come out of the mud. The each Forest year, of Deans. There's one Dean that wins and like roams the place like a stag. Yep. Mega Dean. <laughs> I see the Dean. <laughs> He's glowing. He's got antlers. <laughs> He's strapped into his head like that QAnon shaman. <laughs> yeah. The Dean of the Forest. Um, anyway, well, that's tw- February 29th covered. Yeah, that's so it's a special day for, for some people every four years. If I was born on leap year, I'd have both of my birth years as well. Like, sure, I'm 29 or whatever, but actually I'm four <laughs> or something like that. You think they would make it some sort of like um, bank holiday for like Seven. every four years? I mean, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Celebrate the Once people. Once every four years. I mean, it really is. Take a day. The we inaccuracy of a Roman up calendar that, should those be hours. celebrated. Yeah, it is. Save up those silly. hours and then take a day. We should switch to souls, shouldn't we? We should. We should go with space time now, mm. like relative to the orbiting sun. Yeah. One soul. And that would be cool. That would make people feel like they're sort of part of progress, I think. Yeah. Um, like, even if they're not. But then like, like prog- propaganda-wise or culturally, it'd be kind of nice to be like... How's time handled in a game like Stellaris? Like where it's multi-solar systems. Like months, I think. And how do they relatively do sync time between suns and planets? They use atomic. universal time, I think. Is there an atomic clock? Is there an atomic clock? I but mean, what is that based yeah. on? So there's got to be one solar system that they're like, we're basing all of universal time on this revolution honestly i i can't tell you oh, why why not i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know i haven't really thought about it um i've been too busy trying to make weird creatures um do strange things to each other and live in systems of government different priorities different priorities rather than like what time is it what time is it though? <laughs> oh, it's just local it's time. just the real time or is this uh, the time i just you want make? to know before we do anything else uh, how many seconds have got, uh, gone by for you <laughs> Am I using faster than light communication? Because technically, yeah, I'm talking delay? to you in the past. Yeah. Um, what's the latency here? Uh, we could we could cheat various stock markets using this technology, like big time. Uh, yeah, you want to get rich? You would think they would have thought of that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Instantaneous communications. First person to crack that gets real rich. You, s- you sent us something last night, which is I space did. based. It is very Stellaris and space Go on, based. Alex. Um, Go on. Go for it, Smith. Go on. Explain well, more exactly you. Do you want, can want I read the discuss? article? You can. So, if your eyes allow you, uh, the mathematically perfect exoplanet system—a great place to search for alien tech. This is <laughs> on space.com. Here we go. Uh, late last <clears throat> year, astronomers discovered a fascinating star system only a hundred light years away. Um, its six sub-Neptune planets circle very close to their host star in mathematically perfect orbits, piquing the interest of scientists searching for alien technology or techno-signatures, which they argue would offer compelling evidence of advanced life beyond Earth. To be clear, no such evidence was found in the system. Um, however, the researchers say they're not done looking yet. Uh, it remains an interesting target for similar observations in the future. Uh, so, here's the details on it. Uh, just, Just quickly... Um, yeah, hundred light years, just hundred light years away. Yeah, uh, would take the rough astronaut between four hundred and four hundred thirteen years 
to get there. That's quite long, mm. isn't it? Doesn't feel like a classic holiday. Yeah. So although it's close in light year, yeah, terms, but that's how they that's how they measure all this stuff. It's never going to be big, like big, isn't it? It's all too big. Yeah. It's all too it's... vast. But anyway, yeah, you found the perfect mathematically perfect situation of a solar system to have life so yeah there's there was a good explanation of it on reddit essentially it it, it's, it followed i think the fibonacci pattern or something like 3. that 3.14 something like that is that the, that's pi but yeah, is that also is the, the fibonacci, fibonacci yeah. right okay it's the um, golden ratio yeah so it followed the golden ratio so like nine planets surrounded the star then four then three or whatever sorry i'm just trying to find the proper because uh, the article i linked to you doesn't actually have the it would suck the explanation <laughs> Obviously, uh, the chances of having life... Here we go, this is it. ...pretty minuscule to begin with. Yeah. Also, there's a whole thing about, you know, another planet being embedded in the Earth's crust, but mm -hmm. that's a different thing. Um, but you may have the best home ever for life. There could be no one home. Well, the, the more interesting thing about this, I think, is, like, it's not necessarily that the conditions in the system were, like, good for carbon-based life or, or whatever. It was the... Um, for every, like, so... so Scientists have found a star system that are 100 light years away, which is basically in our backyard, because uh, the galaxy, just our galaxy, is 100,000 light years wide. So it's pretty close in terms of how wide the galaxy is. It's going to take millions of um, years to go from one side to the other. But w what was crazy, so they, the, the, the Fuck. mathematically precise orbits of where the planets aligned, every 54 orbits of a planet, so in more detail, for every 54 orbits of planet A, planet B makes 36, planet C makes 24, planet D makes 16, planet E makes 12, planet F makes 8, giving successive ratios of... Uh, Two three two three two three three four three four. So after fifty-four orbits of planet A, all planets in the same relative are in the same relative position. Oh, so they so line if you up. imagine, like, yeah, so so like the the the, the ones further out are moving at a, a faster pace. The ones further in are moving at a slower pace. So that once they all complete a rotation, they line up in the same position. Sounds precise manufactured to me. Exactly. <clears throat> so they're like, this seems like. It, like it is possible that this could have happened naturally because there are certain actions and um, things that happen within like physics that could cause this to happen within within sort of natural grams. But it's such an anomaly and it's so perfect for like the sci-fi idea of there are some all-powerful aliens out there that can literally just arrange a solar system to be like, lol, look at this, made this like time, this clock. This I've made we made a solar system that's literally our clock, a little now. clock, like and. and you know, there's a lot of fun, very Stellaris-y sort of thinking you could do around this of just like, weird, look at this. We've literally found a Stellaris-style um, anomaly. You know, like, what's going on here? Weird, you found a solar system that's like mathematically perfectly arranged. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, the odds, you know, like it's... That's just like one tool tip for... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. pops up and then goes away again. Um, cool. <laughs> but yeah, really, really cool, kind of interesting what discovery. If spelling something out, you know, in Morse yeah. code. I was trying to send a message. Yeah, possibly. It's yeah. just A, 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 A. So, R. how do they discover this? Um, yeah. Just through just various algorithms and just telescopes. I telescopes imagine. Radio telescopes. And there'd be like tiny dots of light that then they, they calculate when it goes dark, which is when it goes behind the sun. And they can calculate the speed and the radius of the. It's insane it's what crazy little what, they work yeah, with yeah. to then map a solar system like that. You can feel like the inaccuracy could be like staggeringly wide, like to get it wrong. It's like, yep. oh, actually, no, we got it 0.1 difference on that. So the whole thing's fucked. We just yeah. got it a bit wrong. Yeah, it's crazy. Like uh, and at, like, yeah. Like I said, people say there's, there's like sort of solar system resonance that does exist, which causes orbits and things to happen in certain patterns. So can I see this? Huh? If I look outside? If you yeah, look you outside, look at it. yeah, yeah, just go out. <clears throat> or am I just looking at it organically if by just looking get, up into the I sky? I think if you get the there new is. Samsung, like, digital zoom, you can, like, really get in there. Yeah, Have you yeah. seen the, the zooming on the latest Samsungs? It goes to the moon. You're like, so I saw someone on a hill, and they zoomed all the way in onto a cricket match. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, really detailed. multiple fields away. It's insane. That's pretty So crazy. I reckon with that, you could see this solar system right. for sure. Right, no need for like Don't crazy James telescopes. Webb. Don't need James Webb. 
No, that seems. I'm uh... looking forward to more James Webb info because that is the state of the art big boy that's going to discover like how the universe. What if it shows you something you don't want to see? I want to see it. <laughs> like what? I don't know. What is it? What would you not want just to see? Two eyes looking back. What but it's like saw? the size <laughs> of the universe. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, just a guy blinking. Those black, those black holes are actually giant eye eye holes. Are we in a tiny box? <laughs> or you see like yeah. the edge of render distance and things popping in and out. You know how I was talking Fuck. about seeing Fuck. the edge edge of reality the other day. I was like, wouldn't it be crazy to see like before you die, just the edge of the universe, like the the very expanse. <clears throat> and but Kurt Skizakt have just done a video about oh, it, really about like what's at the edge of 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 reality or the edge of the universe. Nothingness. Yeah, it's very interesting. Well, well not even that also everything exists. Like yeah. time exists. Yeah, there's also like a whole like impracticality of you know time and the relativity of like moving through space you know like when there's nothing to move into yeah but also it's kind of like you're coming from the past or you come from the future it's really fucking wacky stuff but it's very interesting we see that they've got um yeah it's impressive they're launching wooden satellites ah oh yeah the japanese ones yeah Yeah, yeah. um because apparently it didn't degrade under their testing certain type of wood which was i believe uh magnolia it doesn't mm-hmm. re-enter the atmosphere then. It's one of those things. Well, this is the whole point is that when it re-enters, it'll burn out and just be ashes leave, rather than be leave a load of potential. Oh, really cool. That's yeah. a cool idea. Also, just like the idea of just having a wooden satellite is so yeah. badass. It's like we used wood for thousands and thousands of years and now yeah. it's up there in space doing a thing. I mentioned that it can't be 100% wood. Obviously, it needs electronics. Yeah, oh, I imagine, course, yeah, but it'll be... cables. But imagine in terms of the, yeah. uh, like the economy of it because obviously there's so the many up there. hardened shell. Yeah. But, uh, when it gets, you know, decommissioned, just literally That's just turns smart. into ash for Why the most part. Starlink think of that, eh? The amount of fucking Starlinks that are dropping out of the sky. I have, I have no idea. Maybe they are thinking about these things. I mean, I... It's probably just not cost effective, is it? What Maybe. about like if if just hear me out a second? Hearing so you out. So just with Trot talking about you know whether the the satellite would be constructed entirely of wood. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. I'm thinking of a situation where we could maybe have a marble-powered wooden satellite where all the equations. Marble's powered... just glass with a funny pattern in the middle. Yeah. Okay. But you know how they do those little marble runs that drop down <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Uh, we, what is it called? We built a really complicated, really large wooden marble computer, right? Yeah. The, and it generates energy through the kinetic movement of the marbles that we all start at the top before we launch the satellite. And then we fire it up into space. Yeah. And then at, when it gets into space, it releases the bag of marbles. And then everything starts working for a period of time until all the marbles I, are at the bottom. Yeah. Then you've got to shoot another rocket. And then they have one disaster where the marbles split and it just, just destroys a thousand <laughs> different like satellites. Shotgun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, the marbles are scattering through. They're hitting several important just satellites. A, just a little quickie there. Yeah. So the satellite reaches out of orbit, outer mm. orbit. It's a marble construction inside a wooden case. Yes. Yep. Of yeah. uh, what, Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. So the yeah, marble, yeah. you're like, okay, release the tray. Yeah. No gravity. No gravity. Yeah. Oh, I just want to, like, like, how is so that going to work? So it doesn't work. It drifts out into the belt, like Ross says, gets <laughs> clipped by something, shatters. The trajectory of it is insane. It'd be, sh- it'd be shocking that it got to that stage before they realized it didn't work. <laughs> Considering we figured it's, that out within it's seconds. It's a gravity based system. We didn't think about gravity. <laughs> Was it a Rudenberg machine? Ru- a yeah, Goldberg machine. Rube. That's what I'm just describing. Yeah. Goldberg it's so complex and at such yeah. scale. Imagine yeah. how big it would have to be to have like the capability to be a computer. Like mousetrap, but yeah. in space. Like something Seth Bling would make in Minecraft. <laughs> Seth Bling. Seth Bling. Yeah. What a callback. I think he still makes stuff. He makes Probably. a lot of stuff in Escape Simulator now. Ah. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. You, you tried to your hand at that, didn't you? I did. They keep sending me DLC, those. Bless them. Because oh. I made that duo map. Well, that's good. For you two to... Uh, oh, yeah. well, escapes him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that whole thing, they, they like that. Bless him. Well, that's good, isn't it? Um, we should talk about that Willy Wonka event that happened. <laughs> yeah, go on. I feel like I've heard it. I'm surprised how viral it went. Like, I think yeah. uh, Americans are talking about this. It's, it's miserable. Thing. It's miserable. Um, but People essentially love they, seeing a miserable thing. <clears throat> I like, like the title. Was there, it yeah. in, where was it? In Glasgow? Was it in Edinburgh? Was it in oh, Scotland it's somewhere? UK-based. No, don't put it on us. Yeah, so it was um, a Willy... Was, sorry, it's called Willy's Chocolate Experience. <laughs> so I'm guessing they didn't have the rights to use Willy, the no. full Willy Wonka. No, no. And you'd probably find to say Willy's Chocolate Experience, which could be anything, really. Willy's when you th- really whittle Willy's. it down, that title could be anything. Um, <laughs> it's such a bad The Willy Experience. $44 uh, the, the $44, which I swear I saw someone say Fuck. it was over £100 a ticket. 
for some some instances. For um, VIP. It wasn't ad- affiliated with the Warner Brothers movie. Um, of course not, yeah. But the marketing came as close as possible to suggesting it was based on Ro- Roald Dahl's creation. Um, in which, so basically, from the photos, which we'll have to describe to you, they, they made this very interesting PR stuff, which out AI. So all magical AI worlds, you know, candy, you know, sticks everywhere, and this it was all lit very well. But it was just done in like an empty, abandoned warehouse with like a couple of very loose themed um, kind of items based around. So there's like a, a little shitty looking cloud and a rainbow thing that's very cobbled <laughs> together cardboard. just in the middle of this like a grey warehouse fuck me <clears throat> and like a, I think there's also some pictures of just like yeah some printouts of uh, scenery which is like <laughs> which again just like a printer but like how big would you say that is on that wall it doesn't even fill the wall it doesn't there's fill the like wall there's like a two by two meter square yeah. picture printed badly that looks like one of those sort of knockoff beach towels yeah um, and it's on a, a wall that's Plain probably about wall. five by three meters yeah so, so it's like, sort of like it takes up about a third of the, of the yeah. wall so the, the magic is not really there mm. um and it's just very, yeah, it's just, it's just a very loose What's weird is candy some, land. some of this looks decent. Some like of the props. Like like some, can, of, some, some of these mushrooms and stuff. candy canes and stuff. It's, it's just, just so sparse. But it's so sparse. That's the thing. There's if a giant chocolate of bar. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Look great. The floor is a grey carpet. And, and then there's like six freestanding six props. Freestanding props, like a yeah, mushroom. Yeah. They're a all candy just spread cane. around. Yeah. yeah. A lollipop. Um, and, and, and some plants and stuff that are kind of like bo- backdrop that looks like a factory, but it looks like a photo studio backdrop. Yeah, it's like um, free. But they had actors; they hired actors for it as well. There was a, a guy, a guy who was hired to be Willy Wonka himself, or I guess he must have had a different slide. Well, name. they were that just Willy. He, he was he was quite upset because he feels like it's going to damage his public profile. He said. Because, right. because being associated with this, right? He wanted he wanted to try and get into the acting thing, and he's like, "Now yeah, my face like is all over these newspapers of like the shit Willy Wonka." <laughs> That's just like, he could probably play into it in some way. I don't think this would have ever been like a serious role that would have launched it. A, no, no, this was it's it, like Ross. a back, back <laughs> alley. Like, his, um, script was AI as well. Yeah, yeah. it was an AI script, <laughs> and apparently the um, enemy that they kind of created was called like the Unknown. Right, and it was just like a kind of a freaky mask and like a cloaked character that kind of. Hid behind a mirror. God, it sounds so bad. So, oh, here comes the unknown. And then he would like kind of dance his head around the mirror um, in a very weird way. <laughs> uh, and there's also like an Oompa Loompa, which is just a very sad, upset looking woman with green a uh, green wig on. The thing Who's is, this, this, is, chemistry so, this set. is so clearly like the makings of like a real kind of like shy sort of like shy kind yeah. of like charlatan crap. charlatan that's it yeah like it, it, it's like somebody's tried like but yeah. they've used so many shortcuts like that's the thing it's like it's like ai the ai thing especially it's a very interesting case study for people using ai to try and create and speed something up and then it just, falls flat yeah just coming apart yeah. because of just how well i mentioned garbage people that is. aren't aware of ai art yeah. see this wondrous like willy wonka recreation yeah yeah, where, yeah. like it looks incredible yeah that, that creates that expectation. Well. It looks like yeah. there's projectors involved from the promo images. Yeah. It looks really good. But like, yeah, they've, they've half-assed it in yeah. the most so, worst so the, kind the of way. The comparison of the two images we're looking at here is particularly... Um, stark. Stark. Uh, the, the one that the AI generated to promote the event looks like the highest-end modern theme park you can think of, where there's lights in the ceiling, lights in the floor. The sides, either side of this walkway tunnel thing, have, like, lighting, greenery, huge, real-looking props. It, it looks like a real the Willy Wonka. The sky is in space yeah, as well. Yeah. It, it looks like it's achievable, just about, but by, like, absolute top-end designers. The reality of it looks like a strip mall with a prop. <laughs> you know when An you see those, like, you see those yeah, yeah. like, plastic dogs outside of shops? Yeah, yeah. To yeah, collect yeah, yeah. money, um, like the it looks like quality, the yes. same as that. Like, like, like a, quality, yeah. a, a scattering. Did you hear what they also gave the kids? Uh, like some half a a single jelly bean, <laughs> and like a, a quarter, a of, quarter a of, of a cup of, cup of, of like Tesco lemonade. Or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, oh he got like a complimentary God. drink, and it was just quarter just of a can some of lemonade. sweats out of a can. Oh God! Which, Imagine like the parents having to like tell the kids. Ah, it would just be so depressing. I don't even like. It would just be so shit. And obviously they were complaining afterwards. So I mean, you would, wouldn't you? You'd rip it. That's the thing. Like, I think if if I'd gone to this, I I would very much have. 
no problem just going this is this is total garbage guys like, like you, you need to give me you need yeah. to give me my money back you this is this is rubbish because they're like, probably like, trying to you know like convince their kid that this was a good thing almost or themselves because yeah. obviously when you spend yeah. x amount of money on something you you also kind of want to sell it to yourself it's in a yeah. way day out right like, you yeah, do but at the same you don't time be, you don't want to feel like you were you were duped into it but clearly you were but, in this but case. like yeah you were and like you know it was an effective duping i don't think the people yeah. who got duped need yeah, to feel yeah, bad yeah. what mm. it is is you almost have to go with a smile on your face to like to the person who's responsible to just go come on yeah like are you, are you kidding there, me? there is a video you know, of like, them like accosting the guy yeah they called the police apparently yeah. on it well yeah because he was just it was a fucking idiot who yeah. just set this yeah. shitty event up and clearly i mean the thing is like yeah i mean you can't repeat that event you can do that once and that's there, it there was a minecraft one remember that Oh yeah, similar ages ago. Yeah, yeah. There was a where similar where it was like, where it's sold like, as like a really like fancy, awesome event. It was like really naff. Yeah, had barely anything there. God, I can't remember what it was called. But yeah, um, and the thing is, some of the actual like well-made events are a bit depressing to go to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like obviously they can't really compare necessarily into this, but like fucking hell, I always this try is and get so my head miserable. Around it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the why people go to events like, well, how do you put on a good event? And um like, because TwitchCon's coming up, you know, there's going to be TwitchCon in, in Rotterdam this year. Maybe We're the hopefully, last ever, right? The, I think the last Smith's ever. calling Twi- it. it I've, been, last I've been saying this for a while, but I don't know how long Twitch is going to be around. Enjoy it whilst it lasts. Um, uh, yeah, well, they keep saying they're uh, not making any money. No. Right. Um, but anyway, they uh, that's happening in Rotterdam. But, like, we were at the last one in Las Vegas, and uh, it's very odd it's odd it's it's hard to work out we've been to so many different kinds of conventions now like you know we've been to twitch cons we've been to e3s we've been to insomnia events we've been to like what else random like store launch style events we've been to uh yeah the razor store opening like there's lots of different Mm. experiences we've had of like trying to bring fans to an event what do they get what do they experience what do they see and what do they value as well because like i remember a time where i was you know perfectly excited to go to an event as a punter let's say like before we would did youtube even i would like you know i'd like the idea of going to a gaming event just to see like gaming brands on a shelf and stuff like that you know like like nowadays like those conventions are just different arrangements of the same brands yeah it does feel going to all the conventions and like amazon exists now so you can kind of just like get it off the like from there it's quite cool to see new tech and stuff like occasionally you'll see like an indie Mm -hmm. thing like a startup that's Mm -hmm. like oh this is really interesting but mostly it's the big brands with the big booths yeah that are there every time like logitech and hyperx and And also like why why do you why should you pay for that is my other question to go into a new store well i guess the equipment is you're walking through a, a sea of adverts. Yeah, you're working. You work like a lot yeah, of these conventions. Like, there's a few talks and shit, but half the talks are rubbish. You know, like we we've been part of talks in the past. Like some of them have been fine, some of them have been fun. You know, as long as the audiences have enjoyed it, that's what we've wanted to do. But they ask you like crazy shit. Like we once got told. Remember the thing we did in the V&A Museum in London? Yeah. Where they asked us to do like a talk on like basically how to become a YouTuber, and we were like, oh, yeah. well. It, it, it's a lot of, bit of luck, it's, really. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to go like these are all the skills you need and all the conditions you need to to thrive. You know, like we didn't. We also we didn't really know how to teach that as well. I think like we've been doing it for four or five it's years. A real that fine point. line between like a uh, lifestyle coach, yeah, and an inspirational speaker. Yeah, I, I didn't want to feel like a charlatan. Exactly. Which, yeah, most yeah, people yeah. sell courses on how to like do, win yeah. at YouTube and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it just feels like. You don't fucking know what you're talking about. And, no then that's and everyone and all these people who do it just got their fire through luck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they got a lucky break. I'm the same all as power us, really. to him. Spiffing Brit, mm-hmm. very highly successful what he did. But, you know, it didn't work for us, the advice he gave us, mm. which is oh, right, fair yeah. enough. But yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like, some stuff but works it, for other people. It doesn't more work than others. for everyone. It's like a completely different experience. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's, it's not a really, it's not an easily teachable thing. No, you can't just guide someone and say, "Oh, you can be a super mess." Because, like, I think the problem is as well. Like, the bigger you are, the more you probably inflate your ego into thinking, "I know how this all works." Yeah, yeah. I've beaten the system. Why wouldn't I yeah, impart this wisdom onto other people? You could listen people? to Mr. Beast and all his advice and stuff, but if you copied everything he did, you'd never, you would never get to where he is. No, that's just not how that works. That's no. not how YouTube works. It's not how the algorithm works. Although um, I'd argue, uh, the one time it did work for someone like that yeah. was. Jack Septicai, because he used to be a fan of PewDiePie, entered a competition to like get his video shown or something like that, and then he shown, got catapulted. Shown into, where? Like on PewDiePie's channel. Oh right, but that's through. But that's just that's through like a collaboration technically. It was like a competition. Yeah. So. But like, yeah, I guess yeah. 
And so that, like then being the, the, on the, the real challenge is, made him huge. The real challenge is to keep it going once you get lucky. I guess yeah. that's something you could probably kind of teach, but to yeah. a degree. But even then, and don't become an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and oh. or, or already be an asshole and have your public life expose the various failings exactly. in your own your life that you haven't actually addressed. Hmm. Yeah, that's always a tough one because you get idolized so quickly. And uh, then you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Um, I'm not a fully formed part person. And this life doesn't necessarily lend you to becoming even more formed. Um, oh, we know so many that like became famous still in their teens. Yeah. And then their whole adult life is being a YouTuber or yeah. streamer. And it's yeah. like, that's... Well, I think the, the thing that comes up the most is how people just find it quite isolating. Yeah. Because they all just start in their bedroom. And like, oh, that's a dream job. I can just work in my bedroom. And that's it. And it's like, yeah, sure. Like it, it, It's great for a bit. But then they all kind of say how isolating and lonely yeah. and realize you don't work with anyone you just do everything yourself or you overwork because you're working to like five it's a dream job but so very different you can't yeah there's so many aspects of it that you can't tangibly say this is hard to people that work hard day-to-day jobs oh, yeah. like to, yeah. from the perspective of the consumer this looks piss easy like you just turn up for a bit you do a bit of you play <clears> games for a living and then you record and edit and throw it up easy peasy but it comes with a the mental stress, dealing with people that give you immediate feedback and all that stuff, just a you know surface level stuff that like makes this job hard is taking a fucking beating from your audience <laughs> and having everything exposed and uh, having that paranoia of everything going away tomorrow as well. The oh, instability yeah, yeah. of the job is always yeah, a it could fun disappear. One. Yeah. It's not a very natural human state to be in, no. I think, is part of the problem. Same with actors as well, I think. Yeah. Like same with like people in the public eye in general. It's not um it's not easy. I think like it doesn't it doesn't it's not compatible with a healthy human a lot of the time. Um I think that like you if you think about like tribal structures and things like that and how like people used to be and how some people used to be, you know, like the people that others looked up to be it like a cultural leader be a you know an actual tribal leader or whatever and i think that's about as much stress as the human brain ever would go under in terms of like human brain yeah or even being a parent you know as well as like that kind of form of stress where you have these people that look up to you and rely on you responsible for you yeah and you you have that and that's a huge challenge and i think that's where naturally those challenges come (laughs) up as a human being but then if you're a person in the public eye that has an audience or, or or you make your money from putting yourself out there ultimately mm. that's um yeah it's a stress of its own it's kind of a weird kind of stress isn't it that definitely it's takes a toll things that like because of the internet culture i think people's filters are completely different now like mm. you would be exposed to like thoughts and opinions and things of yourself that you would never hear because there's a cultural level of respect like you wouldn't just walk into a room full of people and they all turn to look at you and make verbal comments about you mm-hmm. and how you're speaking yeah it's like boring all right uh yeah. why is he blinking so much oh he looks <laughs> you look pretty ill today yeah yeah like yeah. tired or something that's very true yeah like oh your mum said that to me in real life yeah, yeah. she did she did so i'll never forget there's something that sticks with you <laughs> just like, i was like oh no i'm, I'm fine She's like, no you look really ill like, oh, okay <laughs> So right. it does happen. It's an anomaly. <laughs> it's yeah. really but like, I but the other counter argument, but what other people would say is, I guess that like that's part and parcel of doing it. Like if yeah. you didn't want to do it, you just stop. Which but I kind it, of agree with. Like if you didn't, if you can't really handle it, don't do it. The, yeah. Well, the problem because like, obviously you can get a different job. We could to get a different. Job. If if we couldn't handle it, obviously we've learned to over the years. Yeah, just stop. It's still the best job you can get. I yeah, think. it's hard like, to fall off. But it, that's though. why you stay on it, though. Like, yeah, 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 just yeah. leaving because it's stressful is, is one thing. But like, it, I think it's also the fact that it's like you stress yourself because it's worth it. Um, and then also, it depends like, on how big you are. Because obviously, yeah. like you know, you've got all these people who are leaving at the moment on YouTube, whatever. They've made millions. Yeah, they're sat on a massive wad of cash, and it's like, cool, they can leave. They could leave. They could have left years ago. Yeah. I don't think that's, like, that's a very different works though. That's the thing. Like when you when you get more, you you see the next bar. Yeah, but like mm. as in they they are comfortable enough. They, they could can. leave. Yeah. and be like, okay, I'm financially secure. Yeah, they for can. What price probably the rest you of my on your mind? Whereas it's more of a case of paying a high price <coughs> for some reason. Yeah, yeah like, like if yeah, we yeah, blew yeah. up tomorrow, yeah. I think our mentality would well, be not, like not physically right, like not physically, <laughs> but like as in the mentality towards it would be slightly different. And obviously, we might change the way we work. Yeah, and be like, oh, I really want to do this though. Okay, well, let's do that then. Let's do mm. that because we know that that's, you know, something we all want to do mm. and we can, you know, we're financially stable. Whereas well, there's no there structure. is an element of 
we rely on this as a job. Absolutely, mm. yeah. So it's a very different and also like way of thinking for some people. There's a physical labor job that hurts you physically and will probably oh, yeah. give you like Lifelong continual back problems, pain. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like this is mental. Yeah, yeah. Problems. There are cultural upsides and downs. Sorry, not cultural. Um, like physical and mental costs to, to every different kinds of, job. of jobs. Like, but like the difference yeah. with this specific industry, whereas other industries where it has more established like hierarchies and things like that, and th- and things in place to support people like HR departments in corporate businesses, Hollywood has a structure of like having uh, agents uh, who work for you and mm-hmm. help you. When you do YouTube and you just explode, mm-hmm. you're on your own. You're mm-hmm. exposed to like the top line of things, and you're also you have no support structure to help you mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's quite like with York's cast, we're quite like unique in our case. Like we still have a network of people that are around us. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's not a support structure. Everyone's like horizontal. Yeah, yeah. there's no HR department or whatever. Mm. But yeah, it's like most people are in their fucking bedrooms exploding online and being exposed to all of this. <laughs> Those Bullshit. ones are making huge money. The yeah, ones exploding online. Ones exploding Those ones online. are really making the money, I hear. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I can see... It's a weird thing, yeah, like... So much mental you don't instability. Want to, you, you don't want to talk about any of that stuff because ultimately, I don't think people can relate to it to be like, oh, well, they are playing games. And that is what everyone sees. And why would you talk about anything else? Mm. As in, we're not going to, you know... You don't, you don't want to bring people down. Yeah, <clears> it's like, like watching a celebrity complain, right, about their mm. life. Exactly, but and obviously, in the in real yeah, there's terms, elements of poor me to it. But at the same time, you can still yeah. share what you think, and people can just be yeah, like, yeah, "Okay, yeah. that's interesting." It's relatable. Like they yeah. can be like, "Oh, poor you!" Like for well, sure. I think literally, but like, um, fuck, they could also just be interested. You know the streamer Hassan? Yeah, he literally had this very discussion last week, I think. Mm. Right. And obviously, then it got a huge backlash from people saying how easy his job was. Stuff. Right. But then his job is he's literally like making political commentary all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's really constant backlash himself. to like yeah, yeah, yeah. To all sorts of fucking shit, which yeah. is just like. Probably way more of a head fuck to do yeah. that. We're not. We aren't Simon out there con- well. being controversial. Shit, mm. I'd, I'd hate his comment sit, uh, yeah. set up with drawing in polarizing opinions yeah. about climate change. Holy yeah. crap, that yeah. would depress me. Yeah, like yeah. fair play. Also, it him. makes you become such an arsehole. Like I've definitely noticed it in myself over the last few years, where I'm like trying to defend positions because it is similar to like you know, like you were saying earlier about when you see comments. It's not if you're in a room a person may try and form a counter-argument to what you're saying in a conversational manner. But if you're online, you'll get like three to five words about what you've just said. Just stream of consciousness. That's pretty dumb or something like that, you know. And and you're out there like trying to put your thoughts or feelings on the line. And yeah, then you get that kind of reception. You're like, I get it. Like they're just putting their five cents in and I shouldn't take it to heart. But at the same time, I want to try and involve people in the conversation because I wouldn't be bothered to talk about it if I didn't care a little bit about what people thought or rather wanting to like have that conversation. So like um, like in in the scenario where you're the speaker and you mm. have an audience of people that can interact with you there's almost like a competitive element to get your thought out before it gets like pushed away from chat yeah so there's like a speed yeah. element you don't have time it's like you have your 10 seconds now yeah yeah form your yeah. argument yeah. and give me context as to why you're about yeah. to say mm-hmm. your gaming is dumb mm-hmm. instead they've only got time to say your gaming is dumb without mm-hmm. In my opinion, just based on what you're doing right now, no disrespect or anything, but yeah. I think you might be playing dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, don't yeah, have time to yeah. type all that out. Yeah, yeah. No, so. for sure, for sure. And I totally get that. I do. And so I try to bear that in mind. It's just, yeah, uh, like you said about Hassan, like, yeah, like when you're talking about such complex and such impactful things, you know, something that has an impact on a lot of people's lives, like, yeah, it must be <coughs> incredibly, you're being vulnerable, aren't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is the hard thing to do. Um, but yeah, we don't really bait that kind of discussion it's not just yeah. bad gameplay and oh you're doing it wrong or why haven't you updated a little, what, school, your skill point's still there it's just like yeah who gives a fuck why can't you see <laughs> that <laughs> like, on screen those type of things yeah just aren't important no mm-hmm. not so, really that's fine but when you hear them a thousand times it's like a death by a thousand lashes uh, yeah, yeah it's just annoying, way, it's it just annoying more than anything it's just like but you chose you also chose to watch it you don't have to watch yeah and that's the other thing it's like if someone's that annoyed to you know rant, you could rant say that about well, like, you don't have to do you any competitive game where you're in there and you're angry. Oh, it's yeah. like you didn't have to play this game, but you're angry. But yeah. you get invested. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think that it's really good to have like a, the ability to say to someone like, take a breath, you know, like step back for a second, you know. Stand like, down. Yeah, without like, because for Stand sure, down. like certain games, like there's certain games on there, like GTA, Helldivers does it to me as well. Like 
where you, it gets you really irritable really quickly because you like oh, care really. so much about like what you're trying to achieve. The game is successful in getting you involved in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you get so invested, and then when things go wrong, you're just like, for fuck's sake, you know, and you're like. Whoa! Take yeah. a fucking breath, and then, and you know, then like, someone like gives you some shit, yeah, and then you're in that heightened state of irritation, yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and you're, you're gonna like, rile them up with your, and comment. you just feel that poison pulsing through you, yeah. you know, like you really do. It is really annoying. Like I feel very annoyed with myself when I get into those, like when I'm in that state of yeah. mind. You know, it's it's a very hard thing to unravel. Um, Part of me feels it's unfair sometimes how much control we have over the audience as well. Mm. Like we get to just mute ban and remove whatever we oh, want right. so it's like ultimately i have the final say like mm-hmm. my opinion is the most important thing mm-hmm. i can just mute you mm-hmm. and i feel like in a way that that's not very democratic sometimes no. if they're yeah, right and yeah, i'm yeah, wrong I think it depends on i'm just going to silence you it depends if you're having a yeah back and forth conversation or yeah. if someone's literally just being obtuse just to do that or maybe they're saying something oddly offensive but they thought they were joking or yeah. I don't know, you can't really get tone across through, through text really I find can't. which is quite hard sometimes because yeah but sometimes somebody will say something really off color it's like whoa what did they just say like it's yeah. just, you don't but you don't know, uh, know but you know they're I probably am. just trying to banter in the same way and yeah. so it's a bit difficult mm-hmm. sometimes like we don't know who you um, are it's like when people do that in real life and you, they don't know you yeah. uh, that's quite weird jumping in with jokes that like that have taken years of trust and like mm. general knowing someone to yeah. get to that point you can't just like leapfrog in it's weird and it's also oh god yeah and then there's the read the room element of it where like they do stuff like that and it's really like i don't want to be mean to people like i don't actually like being mean i like i like taking people under my wing i like trying to understand people who are strange i think it's interesting and nice um but when people misinterpret things like that and they like step over the line of um familiarity yeah uh, let's say with a joke like that or a statement like that you want to like your immediate response is like what the fuck and you want to kind of say like maybe don't do this you know like as in like you want to be gent you want to be gentle it just makes it so but, awkward but yeah yeah it. and it's like dude life lesson moment here or person <clears throat> whoever whoever's done it um life lesson you know like don't do this kind of thing yeah. you know like as in if you think it's a good idea it might not be and i don't want to put people off like making jokes about our content it's all good don't worry about it it's not not going to end your life or mortify it's more us. It's, when it's in person yeah but like the, but there's no moment to then have the interaction to be like hey just a heads up like maybe usually like, it's in a queue when you've yeah, got like yeah. 10 seconds <laughs> so it's just really hard really hard to like um help modulate those kind of things i suppose no, someone but, said to me the other day what i was in a queue i went to the theater with a mate <clears throat> a rare thing to do anyway mm. um, is it like that hexagonal one where everyone's in their own booth oh no isn't that like a jerk off there <laughs> yeah. in the middle of like yeah you didn't go to that one no no yeah, okay. yeah. Um, just making sure and someone was behind us and and, and they're like oh you're from from Hat Films a massive fan I was like oh yeah like nice to meet you were um, you Hippodrome or Beacon uh, this was in Bath oh okay right. so yeah right. Theatre Royal yeah, yeah. Um, like, so do you still do it I was like well, yeah, but like, it's, it's the, it was the weird preface of I'm a massive fan. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, obviously not. <laughs> do you still do it? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. somehow, somehow yes. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, but then like, then they caught me in the intermission one of the photo. But like, it's just very odd. It's just like, why would you preface that? Like, you're not. And it's just, yeah, it's very strange. But I guess they were once. Yeah, he's a massive fan. Used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Long used time to be. ago. And it's just yeah. like Nowadays, understandably you don't watch this now. I'm an adult. I've got. It's just a very weird alone. thing to say afterwards. Just yeah. like, oh. A yeah. lot of people are caught, you know, <laughs> caught off like, guard as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nerves and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, they, they have a chance to like had, formulate. Again, we're not trying to be assholes. We're yeah. not trying to be assholes here. But objectively, that's quite funny for someone to go. I mean, I'm your biggest. It was fan. quite funny. Just Do yeah, you still the contrast. Make stuff? Yeah, he's like, oh, well, okay. Well, obviously not the biggest. Then I guess. Um, yeah. Well, fuck off, mate. But, Maybe watch a video. Yeah? yeah. Sorry, I only talk to members. Uh, <laughs> just are you a member? Yeah, you're you're not, are you just a card carrying a, just member? Just phone, just real quick. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, not a member. Yeah, not yeah. even subscribed anymore. Oh no, no. You, so you're a Yogg's cast member? Sorry. Oh, so Yogg's not cast. interested. Ooh, yeah, not yeah. Interested. Different, yeah. different vibe. It's not us. We're hat films. Um, yeah, you're a member of Hat Gaming. Oh fuck. Mostly <laughs> though, I will say 99% of interactions with people are perfectly great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And don't, don't feel nervous. Oh, there was nothing wrong with that interaction. It was just quite funny. It was a funny thing to think. Thing to say straight after. Just yeah. Mm. Um, I've been jumped on. That, that was probably the worst time. Of, that jumped like, on was weird. That was in the train station. That was like they ran. They think they know from, me too well, distance. so mm. much so that you can jump on me mm-hmm. and shout my name in a train station. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Like trying to get a piggyback. You, off was me. anyone you've ever watched you would ever do that to? <laughs> Boris Johnson, but I might not get. Let well, me you'd out. run and jump on him. 
Yeah. Like a like a backpack. I'd jump on him. And then I'd make sure he stayed down. Do a little koala bear hug. Um, no, uh, I, that is bizarre. That person should have... I mean, I think nowadays we're older and wiser. We'd probably be able to call that out. But I think at the time we were still like... The other thing <laughs> is like our online, our online personas are so much more different to our like day-to-day interactions with people right oh yeah, yeah. Like, we are still all the time yeah we are still so like fucking amped up during like gaming streams and the things we say and the pace at which we're doing it it's literally like 20 year old us so everybody's still like jumping around like 20 year olds then in real life when we're still like in, when we're in our mid-30s i don't want to do that yeah it's AI. like please don't we'll jump me dude my back ourselves. will go yeah, um, we'll huh? be replacing ourselves with ai well eventually i hope so it's so far ahead you won't even mm. notice you yeah, shouldn't yeah. do then I can replace it in my normal life as well and just sit nowhere. Well, you could just sit with your headset on and obviously live the, re- real, the real reality. Yeah, I just watch myself. Inside. My AI version. Your own AI. Like living my life in third person. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, how can we round this one off then? Uh, we managed to do 45 minutes, by the way. Oh, which that's is impressive. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel that at all. There was another person here who was selling um, bottled farts. Sick. Um, Singapore influencer who staged an egg attack. Well, she basically hired someone to throw eggs at her while she was on a live stream. You know, just a classic kind of like, oh, look, what someone's actually throwing eggs at me, like whatever. Right. But it turns out they also sell um, their farts for $300. It's quite frightening. Do you think you could sell your farts? I feel like we could sell Smith's we farts. We would smell Smithy's fart. farts. Fart. Have, a smith of smith. have a sniff of Smithy. Have a sniff of Smith. Have a sniff of Smith. I think that's like a kink, right? Oh, uh, yeah, it would be a but kink, yeah. for Smith, it would be like, <laughs> she's quite I attractive. have disposable income and I'm not good with my money. I'm going to buy this You're because it's hilarious. You're saying that I could, there's no possible way you could there's conceive. No there's no kink. I, could confri- I, could, I, I, I can't believe how much you desexualized me. Okay, well, I think you no, no, sorry, name someone. You, name someone farts. that you'd want to smell their fart. No one. No, Literally no, one, no one. Because it's strange to smell people's well, farts yeah, and be strange turned to, on. Imagine spending $300 on a jar of someone's fart. Kind of gross, man. It's kind of weird. I think there it's scary how much it's, some people are willing to do and for bath money. Water. And like, like, and also just like, also how effective they are as well. You know, like some people are. Is there more judgment on her or the person buying it? I think everyone loses. Um, but <laughs> yeah. like, um, yeah. I think that it's 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 quite <laughs> scary how m- money driven and how willing people. Uh, like I get needing a decent income to survive in yeah. you know modern England. Like you know you need a lot of money to do well. That's an easy manufacturing process as well. You just what? get a load of jars, build up a good fucking. So you have you'd start a fart factory, <laughs> Britain's <laughs> first fart factory. Got to be good at cutting um, moss to make sure there's not too much in one bottle. Like I mean <laughs> even it, even like you know quick. How much money would you be happy? Well, I mean that's a hard question. Three hundred like, pounds a jar of farts. I would be selling the shit out of those. Yeah, you would do it. I'd degrade myself for that. You do- but the thing is, we did sell your. We <laughs> sold his hair once. Yeah, my pubes. Yeah. Well, no, I think it was actually just from your sprinkled head. Sprinkled some pubes in. Some pubes in there oh, as well. Oh, were they? We did. We caught, he caught a little bit, and then he put a few in there. So I it was like five. Yeah. I, I mean, like, so I mean, in a way, this is ha- always that we have been part We're doing it satirically. Yeah, 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 we are yeah. not like designing, like specifically thinking and developing business strategies. But if someone said that in do, the chat now, they're like, "Oh, look, I will pay." We uh, sold over a thousand. Drill, we sold a drill though for a, a thousand. Yeah, pounds. and again, it was like someone out there is going to be like, "Fucking hat films, look at them doing this." I'm going to be the other part of this joke and pay the thousand pounds. And it's like, yeah. Do you think people who would buy the farts, not necessarily our audience, but people who are selling farts already successfully, do you think that those people receiving them are like what you would say, like model citizens? Do you think that they're just regular people that happen to like them? Do you think that the kind of they audience and the kind of relationship, that these kind of relationships I think you'd be surprised. No, based off of... Obviously, they're, they're just some dirty pervert in this scenario. Yeah, I, th- I feel like anyone buying them from us would be buying it as an ironic joke. Yeah, and they, the person who bought the Jordan must have done it as a as a stupid kind of like that's funny, like a stupid thing. I'm not going to actually practically use this drill. I put it on the shelf. Um, yeah, it'd be funny. It'd be a funny thing to pull out, right? But look what I got. Just it like oh, I got a little kind of a couple of literally a hand hair follicles, a, a silicon arm on it. Um, but if there was money to be made. What if we made like cock molds of each of us, and then we sold them, just on it, and it, just you can always buy them. You can always buy just a Smithy Smith out. dildo, Smilde. Well, because it's small, Smilde. That is already a market though. 
There, well, there's like a market, a, yeah. an actual market. Oh, Smith, no, Smithy Stiffy. Smithy's Stiffy. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, we haven't, we haven't even thought about marketing um, yet. I've only just... Trot's Todger. Yeah. But will people, do you think people would buy them as a funny... Because you could buy the set, you could buy all three of them. And they interlock, because they're perfectly sized. They're like <laughs> Russian they dolls. interlock. <laughs> <laughs> you have to decide who you think's Who's, going to Well, they're going to be unnamed. They'll be unnamed, Perudo, yeah. Perudo cups. <laughs> you'll, just get, you'll get the Hat Films three. Stackable. always be a set of three. We could have the horn, Ross Hornby's horn. Ross Hornby's horn. <laughs> the horn of Hornby. You can blow into that one. <laughs> yeah, it makes a noise. It makes a noise. Real blow up action. They've all got a gimmick. Ross is yeah. blowable. Yeah. Mine you can open car doors with. It's so rigid. <laughs> like it's a pry bar inside. Yeah, You're just yeah. covered in latex. <laughs> wow. Mine's um, made entirely of cum. Ross is a freeze-dried jism. Don't get it wet. <laughs> oh my god. It's scented. That'd be pretty great. Wash with one. hot water only. Yeah. Um well. That's a great way to finish. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's a that's a product so that we could release, but we won't. Um, or will but we? I am slightly concerned the impact that this person selling three hundred dollar farts may be having. I think they only sold one, which, if anything, like is that was boring. Oh, that's just our main carry. Carry on. Oh, hiya, hiya. I think we're still on. Carry on. Um, um, yeah, anyway. I, think, I think she just sold one. So, yeah, very strange. Um, That's, that is the, well, if there's a market for it. Use that yeah. camera there, apparently. I think this one's a bit blurry. Um, but anyway, that's a great way to finish. Oh, it is um, a weird. And so are our three limited edition uh, sex yeah. toys. A great way to finish. Um, thank you very much to our Patreons, to our Twitch subs, uh, and our YouTube members for supporting this podcast. It exists because you give us some money. Nice. We hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah. Let us know if there's anything uh, you'd like us to talk about in the next one with our email, hatchat at hat-films.com. Um, and, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. And thanks, Robert Clark, for this fingal. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Robert.